So we're dedicating today's Luka Timaran to the destruction of all our enemies so that we can travel freely. <laughs> like the good old days. The Torah Memhei. Yeah, Torah Memhei is, is where we've, we're at. We, we already started the last part. We told a nice Ba'ashem Tov Maisa about wings. And Minash Shemayim opened up the Chabad pamphlet this last week, being Jewish or living Jewish, it was called. And the first story it brings was the same Maisa, the Ba'ashem, where you go into a shul and it was filled up. And then you go in another shul, it was empty. And really the Nakuda was, the reason why the shul was filled up and everyone was talking, not davening properly, because none of the tefillahs had wings, didn't go up. Whereas the shul that was empty was the shul where they were davening with Kavana, like Shur David. So all the tefillahs went up, or go up, yeah? So that shul is what the Baal Shem Tov was talking about. It took two components yes. to make it rise, right? It was the... Ava and Yira. Nice. And also Dibu, to speak Kavana. This is what we're learning here. Because by clapping your hands, yeah, says Rabbi Nachman, Nachman We awaken the aspect of wings. So we're gonna get wings today, yeah? We're gonna start flying, Zoe. Ready. Ready. Let's go. From this comes the speech. That the master of wings is saying things. Yeah, I don't know if that's the best translation. See what it says here? It yeah, says, he will say. They had human hands below their wings. Really? I didn't see it that way. Okay, good. That's glad right. we got the translation there. They had human... No, 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 that must be the next passage. Sorry, that's the next passage. The previous passage, for a winged creature will tell the word. Yeah, that's what I said. I didn't say it quite like that, but the, uh, the, the, the master wings. The winged creature will say things, yeah? Will tell things. And that's the next passage that we just mentioned. They had human hands below their wings. Okay, so we got two pasukim that speaking comes from work wings and the hands, human hands are below their wings. So this is talking about one's from Kehelis and one was from Yecheskel, which is the Novi Ezekiel, as I say in English, was the Novi of the chariot, the Markova. He was describing the heavenly angels in very deep understandings. And we find that this person is waking up his hands, with his hands. And we would say that, what does it mean to wake up with his hands? It says here an interesting word. Elubience is expressed. Elubience, ubliance is expressed in his hands. Ebulience. I don't know, for waking up. I don't know. Excitement, I don't know. From that comes the, the, the Diva, that's what we were saying above. So here it says, this as Azai kind of this orim. The wings wake up. Yeah? You know, like look up that word. Yeah, I mean I don't I, I know English word. and that's like not one yeah. I E B U L L I E N C. Wings rouse the lungs, apparently. The wings yeah. rouse the lungs. That's another Chiddush over here. Thank you, Brezov.org. Okay. Interesting translations. And Cheerful, full of energy. Exuberance. I would have yeah, just said exuberance. Yeah, I would have just, that. yeah. Maybe it's more it felt time. like it meant exuberance from reading yeah. it. Ebullience, exuberance, yeah. you know, like, I don't I've know. I've never really heard of it. No, like, yeah, no. it just shows you how, how broad the language is. 
And when you sit with a professor, okay, like so it brings you to John joy. Kramer. Or, so let's let, let's let's or a let's Mota let's Zilba. They say words that most people don't know. Let's bring let's bring it down to dumb. I remember a Mota Zilba. Let, let's bring it down to dumb. You clap your hands and it make happy. Makes happy. Makes, makes happy. Moves. Clappy happy. Clappy happy. Happy okay. clappy. Happy thank clappy. You for Boom. That's, that's that's our generation. But back in the day, you the had brilliance. professors of Torah. Yeah. And Mota Zilba was singing with him once, and he was saying a shir, and he used words like sexton. You ever heard of sexton? Of course. It's like an old word for gabai. Yeah, nobody uses it anymore. The sexton, or saxton, or whatever. No, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I can find the story. Heinu He once said that you have to become a professor in Torah to cancel out the professors in the universities. That's, that was that was one of his pshat. Heinu What's this? This wings of uh, of the rare. Rare is like lungs, I think. Wings that arouse lungs. Yeah, rare is a lung. From this comes out the Dibur. But you still need to make sure that you are preparing to fix the mouth. Yeah? You can't just go into davening and think everything's going to go lamala until you've worked on Shemir Sadibur. And we spoke about this the other day about what you eat. That was Torah Zion, eating with truth. There's also the other concept of speak, speaking with you. There's a famous miser, the Bedichava. He invited a Rebbe around. The name of the Rebbe was Oyev Yisrael. Apparently he was rather large. There are some Rebbes who are bigger, like the Belzer Rav used to be. I don't know if he has so much now, but he was more big. Um, there are Rebbes who are big. So Oyev Yisrael was brought down. He was the Uptarov, yeah? Mm-hmm. He came, Avram Herschel, I think his full name. I, mean, I think he has a longer name than that, but what I remember, Avram Herschel, the Uptarov. So he came to the Bidditch of Shabbos, and the whole Kiel had heard about this big Sadiq, this big Dain, I think it was Dain or Abbasin or something like that. Very excited to see him, he was a huge man. And what did he do? He comes to the Tish, the first Tish of Shabbos, and he just starts eating, fressing, and eating, and eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And they bring him more, and he eats and eats. I've never seen anyone eat so much. Yeah. This is Lal Shabbos. Then comes uh, Shabbos Day, Zerah Shimshon Shir, Kiddush. Yeah. And he's fressing away, Charles giving over Torah, They're gone, the and he's fressing like beyond the poppers, children, more children, ask for more children. You know, he's got like four or five helpings. Okay, come shout us, do this, fress, fress. They're like, well, this is a monster, this isn't a sadik, yeah? Mm-hmm. So they're after Shabbos, they ask this, the Bidichiva, what's Peshat? You said he's a big sadik. I mean, we know he is a big sadik. If, if you look, open up his farm, that's so deep. So the Bidichvist famous quote was, there wasn't a thing that he shouldn't have eaten, and there wasn't a word that he shouldn't have said. Okay. Everything was exact. What he ate, what he spoke, and as a Sadiq, Bidichva could see. Like he could, right, he right. saw the Sidkas by. He was doing some sort of either. That was he his ticking, ticking of Hodas Hashem, eating a lot can also be turned into holiness. I wouldn't encourage that, but the point was, the concept of speaking and eating in the right way is something very important, and we're seeing there's a connection between the the previous Torah we learned and this Torah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. How you? It's the same place, the mouth, the pear. Yeah. If you look at a menorah, it faces the middle, all the branches, because the pear, this is Panea menorah. The pear, the face is like a pear, like sorry, like a menorah, Panea menorah, and Rabbi Nachman even says it's another Torah that all the different holes of the face are connected to uh, you know seven aspects of Kedusha and you have to Makadish all of them but they're all centered around the what? the mouth the pen mm-hmm. all the, the branches are facing to. towards the mouth because the mouth is really the key to the whole 
uh, avoda. So you have to fix and prepare your mouth. The kabbat to diba basocha, to receive the diba that comes inside the mouth. Yeah, maka kaf kaf. So by clapping your hands, palm on palm, this is a way to get ready the pair. Yeah, by so by banging, clapping hands, you're you're getting the the pair to the right way, and that's evolved. You use the lotion evolved. Interesting. Okay. Now he's going to explain. Because every hand has in it how many fingers? Five. And when you're banging these, like uh, striking the lights, apparently, yad yamin biyad small. Oh, that's an important. Yeah, the skin, the, the, the ore. It's light. And no, I don't think it means all with a light, iron. That's iron. Oh, yeah? This is iron. Oh. Always lights. Somehow there's some sort of heavenly lights. We can look underneath if you want to strike the lights, says with Chaim Kramer. Oh, okay. Taken simply, these lights are spiritual energy embodied in mass, the spiritual form that is the root of all physical matter. The Kabbalists teach that in creating the universe, God created his infinite light so that creation could exist independent entity. Moreover, as the creator focus unfolded, is the idea of Or Ensof. Yeah, you heard of that? Infinite life. Sure. Creator focus unfolded from above to below, involved at every stage a greater diminution of that light. This was all in the possibility of greater concealment of and separation of divine at every successful level, successive level, excuse me. A process that culminated in the physical universe, an environment which is caused by the greatest concealment of the divine. Thus, in the physical universe, God's infinite light is all but completely un- undetectable, though it remains the essence root of all that is created. So, somehow, striking the lights, there's some sort of spiritual energy that's going with the mass, the banging of the mass. Yeah, it creates some sort of awakening, okay, of lights. Um, maybe because it's sort of breaking the mass a little bit, smashing the physical a bit. Yeah, I kind of feel like you know your All part of creation when you're like yeah. crea- you're making that sound, like your yeah. hands bringing your hands together. You're making a sound, but it's not. It's like the famous question: What's the sound of one hand clapping? You know, that? <laughs> you know that famous. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember where I heard that from. Some movie probably. Yad Yamin Biyad Smol. The right hand goes on the left hand. Badafka, like the Rebbe was very obvious. He would clap like this. Yeah, He'd bring the right onto the left. The Chesed in Mizgaba on the Dinim, on the Gavuris. It's always a big avoider of Chesidus. That's why when people try to shake my hand with their left, I usually make them give me their right, even if they're holding something on the right. Not to be a Nudnik, well, maybe a little bit, I like being Nudnik, but also to, to, for this the, right, to the right hand. Yeah. The right thing to do. Yeah. Fight for what's right. Yeah. Gotta fight for your right. Yeah. Hainu, Hamisha, Pamim, Hamisha. Yeah. That, and behold, this is five times five. Gematcha, Esim, Vachamesh, which is a numerical value of 25. Akos, Yad, Smul, Biyad, Yamin, Hamisha, Pamim, Hamisha, Gematcha, Gumkain, Esim, Vachamesha. So the right hand going on the left hand. Five times five is Gematcha 25. Shnei Pamim Esrim V'chamisha. It's two times now because you, you're doing it, yeah, with the right and the left, yeah? So then times multiply the, the 25 by two is Gematcha what? Chamishim. Okay. Chamishim is 50. Zer V'hinitz Chamishim Pamim Yitzhiyas V'srayim V'nizka B'Torah. Mm-hmm. So there's 50 times it says in the Holy Torah, Kedoshah, that in, and when it means the Torah, it means the, uh, 
five books of Moshe, yeah, the Chumshim Chumshim Torah, that's 50 times it says in the Chumshim Chumshim Torah, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. You know what the 50th one is? No. It's written Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim 50 like, times? Uh, yeah. Or like, or, in, yeah, pretty much like exactly those words or the concept of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, okay. as far as I remember. So it's 50, what's the 50th one? It's by Parshas Kisavo in the Bukurim. Bringing the Bukurim, that's the 50th one. What's the significance of the 50th time that Susan Swarim's mentioned the Torah? And the fact that it's mentioned 50 times is already significant. So we know it's the Indian of Shonen, Shonen Shari Torah, Shonen Shari Bina. But it also shows you that Hakoros Atov, Bukurim, is all about thanking Hashem. And we started off that way, yeah? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Hashem. That, that is the key to the real shlemus of what Torah is about, having a gratitude, being a, a Yehudi who's thankful. Hanukkah coming up in another 24 days. Yeah? Yeah, a good way to remember is every time you say Shema, have Kavana that you're, each day of Kislev, you're having another letter of the Shema Yisrael Hashem and Hashem It's 25 letters. Mm-hmm. What's 24 letters? Baruch Hashem Kavod. It's missing a Vav. Only when the Yichud Shalem comes, Mashir comes, we'll have also 25 in Baruch Hashem. And what's the 25th day? That's the Shlemus. Hashem Echad comes Hanukkah. On the Echad, now we get to the level of oneness. That's when we light the first candle. That little bit of light reminds us the oneness of Hashem, how everything is really light. And Dafka, it comes out in Kislev. Kislev is a Chodesh where we thank Hashem. Crazy times. And uh, so we're doing that now with this concept. The 50th one of Yitzhak's prime is, is a chorus of Yehudi, Yehudim. It's the Chag of Yehudim, of, of thanking Hashem. Of being people who thank, and that's that's very important to remember this. Halav v'hodah is big thing on Hanukkah. Okay, zeh bechinis hamishim pamim yitzias esrayim nizka b'tor ki ayidei bechinis yovu yotz megalas mitzrayim. Because the fiftieth is also this we didn't say before. The fiftieth is a yovu. Yovu is fifty years. Then everyone goes free. Yeah, all the mm-hmm. slaves of Odim, all the different drawbars, freedom in the land. How's that freedom? Everything gets masuda, all the debts, everything gets sorted out. They get back to a, to a equilibrium in Amisra, in the land, Baritz. It can only be done in Amisra, obviously. And this Yovu is the 50th year, which is connected to this concept of 50 times mentions Yisrael's throne. And it represents the Geula comes from the, the Yovu. Do we know when the next Yovu is? So the whole concept of Yovu um, is required on an accounting based on the Sanhedrin, which we don't have based on having um, a system in there as well where it's consistent um, from the time of when we enter that. So well. it's not like they and have a track from the last Yovo. So there is some people, I think, figured out some cheshbon of where we would be right now. And uh-huh. I've heard, there's a, but in the end, it doesn't really matter because yeah. the, the full Shemitah of, of, that we're meant to be, you know, I think, where are we now? We're already like the year after the year of Shemitah. So if this would have been last year, it would have been a, uh, Yovel year, it would have been Hako, it would have been like the year, yeah? Mm. But um, last year. And that's a t- year very, it says, Shemitah Bo Mashiach, yeah? Mashiach's going to come. So there's definitely a Kach of Mashiach coming after the Shemitah, and definitely seven times seven Shemitahs, which is then brings us to the 49th level, which is in the 50th of Yovel. Then we get that level of Gula Legamre. Um, and we don't have the Shemitah fully, we don't have the Sanhedrin to, to announce it and to keep it fully. 
So, I mean, obviously we have to keep what we keep with the, with the base denim and everything else that we try and do. Um, but to have it in this full shlemus, we need rov klai as well, but Sanhedrin, gotcha. Not just Sanhedrin, we need rov uh, uh, yidin, but Well, to have a Sanhedrin, you also need Yeah, yeah. So, it's, so there's tally on this. Yeah, so gotcha. we everything is dependent. So we're not in that state yet. We're close. I mean, we we're close. really close. We're very close. I think we're like at that point. How many? Eight million Jews behind our? I don't know. If, I think there's sixty million. I think it's almost there. You know, wow. it's a matter of many, a few more aliyot, and uh, you know, and and hopefully not Yidden getting killed in this war. And so then we have a military to you know get to this majority barats. You know, um, you know that'd be great. Yeah, I think we're close to it. That's for sure. Um, and that is the Yovel, which is Yotzel Gugalas Mitzrayim. Echa Golas Mitzrayim Shai Diba Bogolas. So the main goddess, the main exile of Mitzrayim was the Dibo, Per, was in the power of speech, was in exile. We weren't able to fully express ourselves like you see online. Yeah? People are scared and people don't really communicate fully and have to argue these little cutness arguments with these uh, you know, people who are not fully educated or have agendas. Mm. So this is Dibo Bogolas. We're not really communicating properly. Like the, the, the kind of communication we should be having is soul to soul. Like it's neshamadik, and you, you're connecting to this soul. You're fully communicating from a soul to a soul and about your voder and Sikhs Havayim in the most deepest way. And, you know, the idea the way Siddiqim speak, how everything they say is you can learn out Torah from it because everything, they don't have any Devarim Patanim because mm. everything, they don't have any nonsense talk because everything has Kavanas and Shemus and Avodah Hashem and they're fully involved with the Yichud consistently. I'm not saying I only have any Masag with these Madragas, but I'm just saying over what I've read in, in Swaram and there's this either the Madragas, the Madragas of what, how a Yid should be with Dibor, yeah, of high levels Dibor. You know, we're, when we're learning Sefer Chavetz Chaim, us. But really, we should be on a madriga way beyond just, you know, nivel pair or, or, or all these low levels of swearing and talking not good about Kleisol. We should be like Kavanas. Yeah, like what, what are we saying in our speech? What's our intention? And constantly elevating it more and more, refining it more and more. So we speak in high and high madrigas. And that's something which we can aspire for. And it will get us out of goddess, literally. That's the power of it. So, I mean, learning the halakhas are really important. Because it helps us purify the speech, and then we can get out of this goddess. And we—it's interesting. And with this, we we know that Moshe was what covered pair. Now that's something I've used as well. People say, "Why well, don't you know Hebrew properly?" I've been there like twenty-five years now. It's hmm. ridiculous, yeah. You're like, I'm not dumb. If anyone's noticed, I'm not. My Rebbe calls me a genius. Funny enough, I'm just quoting him, Tom the Rebbe. So I, apparently, I'm a genius, according to a Sadik. But I can't even read, speak proper Hebrew. What's Peshat? I'm being honest. Like I, I just don't know. Like, I don't remember the digduk properly. It just doesn't work. So I use this excuse, covered pair. Now, obviously, Moshe Bain's covered pair was not my covered pair. But the point is, yeah, that there was there was a heavy mouth, whatever that means. So the Peshat is that when he went to go nurse, he went to nurse from Shiksas, yeah, excuse my language, and the Paro's daughter and all that. So he didn't want to. No, nurse from those people, yeah. So what what happened? Um, it, it, it he had to sort of purify his mouth. So before he become Moshe, so when there was a test that happened, because apparently there was a drop went in his mouth or something went on his mouth. So when in order to purify his mouth, he, he when Paro tested him to see if he was after the crown of Paro, 
and he was going to go for the crown, a malach moved his hand towards a burning coal, and he put the burning coal in his mouth. And from then on, he had like some sort of mum, some sort of kubba mm-hmm. them to speak fully properly, like that was in the, an elegant the, way. Part of that nice purified was, uh, his mouth was, was the nursing from a. Yeah, because it purified his mouth from the treif that mm-hmm. he might have. I mean, it's not treif, or whether maybe they had treif, but the point uh, maybe it's mutter and it's, it's kind of stafasha. I don't know, but the point is that he he had a little bit of milk in his mouth, and it was it was for for a person who's going to become per per dababo, talk to Hashem mamish, become a novi mamish. How's he going to be able to <laughs> have that like clee that without it being kashered? So the kashering of his mouth was this mitzvah bara. That's the connection I heard once, you know, with the whole seaport and Midrash and everything. But anyway, the point is that Moshe Ben was covered pet. How do you explain it? Either burn coal burned his mouth, or um, uh, he just was was not able to to fully, you know, eloquently speak uh, for some reason. So um, meant that he was the novi chosen to take us out of Golis. Who gave this mouse to Odom? That's what, the, that's what Hashem said to Moshe in the burning bush story the, by the snare mm. in Shemot. He said, who gave to the He's man? Like, yeah, look at me, I can't do it. Yeah. My mouth is whatever. He's like, yeah, who made your mouth work to begin with? Yeah, exactly. So he's trying to get out of doing the, the shlichus, yeah, doing the role of being a girl Yisrael, being the savior of Yisrael. And Hashem says, I'm the one who gave you the mouth. So you're telling me that's your excuse? I'm the one who gave you this mouth. So I'll give you the ability to communicate. Yeah. What does it mean, me? So me is also remembers Gemachi Chamishim, funny enough, the 50th level. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's going to say that. And this is found by means of clapping the hands. Chamisha espos yamin, chamisha shibiyad smu, chamisha biyad smu, chamisha biyad yamin, is how bechin is me. Then you get the two times 25 is what? Gotcha. 50. So he he sort of says it, but not saying it, yeah? He says it's bechinus. Because remember, me. who right. said this the other day? Mm. I was listening to a Rav. Was it Roshlama or was it. I get confused now. I listen to so many classes. I remember. Mm-hmm. But I was hearing it from Roshlama, I heard it from a Rav Yeshua. Yeshua? No, yeah. Yosef Zakotinsky, the rabbi, thank you, Hashem rabbi. Mm-hmm. Hashem, whatever it is. Anyway, so he, uh, he, he said, I think it was him, he said that the whole Indian of the Nimshul and the Moshul is, when we say Bechia, it was him. It wasn't Rav, it wasn't Rav Shlomo. It was, it was Rav Yosef. He's a deep rabbi. He's a Talmud. He's connected with Moshe Weinberger and he's over there in five towns somewhere. So he, uh, he said in his shir most recently, he said, the one I heard most recently, that the idea of Bechinus that Rabbi Nachman brings, Rabbi Nassim brings all the time, Bechinus, Bechinus, because mm-hmm. you can't fully explain the Moshul, and the Nimshul, excuse me. You, you can go around it, like through Moshalim, and that's why to get to the actual Nimshul, we have to, Rabbi Nachman chooses to use the words in Rabbi Nassim of, Nimsh, of, of Bechinus. Because yeah. it's an aspect. Because yeah. you can never fully get it in a, in a word form. It's something undescribable that only you can understand on Panemius, on a purely panemius level. So it's, the words don't do fully justify it on a certain level, because words are limited. Mm-hmm. It's still kalim for the light, but the light is beyond the kli, yeah? So to get the full panemius, we have to yeah, call it, describe it in an honest way as bechinus, as an aspect, not the actual thing. Okay, so it's a bechina, it's a bechina, says Rabbi Nachman. 
And by means of this 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 pair, Kamosha Kosiv me some pella odum, but pair makabo deburim makanfe re. The pair receives its deburim from what? The lungs. Yeah, from the wings of the lungs. Interestingly, if you look at lungs actually, if you separate they do, they the look like, like wings, wings, for sure. Very deep. Yeah. Interesting. And you think Rabbi Nachman, how many lungs did he see? Right? Like no, he didn't see the images we have easy access to no, now no. with he, science. He didn't get it from seeing lungs no. in real life. It's just panemius. Knowing the, the Matthias of, of everything through Torah. Yeah. It's a Torah's blueprint of everything. So really it has within it all these deep science and explanations that now we have to visually see. And we said that he didn't say master. He says these winged creatures are able to say things or tell things. I, I don't really like the winged creatures. Are these, are these angels? What's bow? Why is bow winged creatures? Angels, winged creatures? I don't know. Some of these translations I'm not really into. I prefer the master wings. It just sounds yeah. more alien. Um Able to tell things, but maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, what can you do? Can I find this OM and this day Odom? And these wings awaken with the awakenings of the hands of Odom. So really, you see, you can't really get... So when our friend Pesach, I know I'm, I'm not speaking Lashon Hare, but I mean it, uh, I hope I mean it. I mean it in positive praise to him. He comes to Shodom, and most people here don't clap. Let's just be honest, yeah? But he does, because his Neshama is Dovic, to, uh, I think, on some level, to Rabbi Nachman. Oh. Or I don't know him that well, but I've I, seen I him learning the Kutumara. And so he's clapping his hands and yeah. davening. Not there. like overly. Well, he's there, he's there. But he's there. He's, 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 yeah, he's with that Avoda. And uh, I remember I once, years and years ago, I went to Bresamesh, Sharim, Meir Sharim. I went there. And <laughs> in those days of Shimon Shapiro, like the old, old Breslovers. Like I remember what this one, you'd make a bracha, he'd come out of nowhere and say, Amen. Like he'd come flying out of just to say Amen to your bracha. Like his devakas to the mitzvahs was like, obvious and just small things like making a shahakot anyway so I was there and it's a big of there and especially when you're coming from northwest London after just being a you know WWF event with Hulk Hogan singing I am a real American so I'm coming from there and I'm standing in Bresel Meir Sharim without the Hulk Hogan t-shirt now I'm actually starting to wear a yeshiva shirt trying to dress up as if I'm part of that world and um, and I'm davening and I'm coming from such a far off place and I've only just entered at Yeshiva say a bunch of months and I'm new to the learning of Gemara and everything else and the next minute I'm hearing everyone go like this oh, oh, like all the groaning and the clapping and I was like I can't deal with this so I, fo- I phoned up Rabbi and said I want to go to uh, Uman this year because I was learning a lot with Breslov and uh, you know I've been speaking to people and I, he's the Meshkir of the Shul and I know if they're, what the Rav Meshkir thinks, you know, because I have to get permission from the yeshiva. He said to me, what do you, th- what's your kavana like when you daven with breasts? You've been davening with breasts? I said, yeah. So what's your kavana like when you're davening with them? I said, yeah. honestly, Rav, very confused because they clap a lot, they groan, they're this or that. It's very intense energy. I'm not used to it. And I get very mababble, very confused. He said, you're not ready to go to Oman. <laughs> yeah. He said, you can't go. And he was right. I would have like got off the rocker if I had gone to that point. Mm. It's been too much light. Too much awe and not enough Kalim. Yeah, I've seen these dudes. Huh? You've seen, seen those dudes. Oh, yeah. That's what would have happened. That would have been years. If I would have gone, and then I would have gone on a shidduch with my wife to be, mm-hmm. there's no way at that point she would have married me. Maybe later on, who knows, Hashem's Cheshbonus. 
but I would n- not have been a plea for her because they, she was by Miss Nagdish family, like real Miss Nagdim from a simple Vossaman, uh, who Masora from Rav Elchanan Vossaman was against Neged Bresov from the Vilna Gaon and Chabad, and they would have said as he's a cuckoo, because I, I would have been cuckoo by that point from all the all. That's how I uh, imagined why Rebbeulman was right. Now the Bresov has said to me, don't listen to him. This is not the thing of Das Torah. This is something which Rabbi Nachman himself has passed and I, that didn't feel right for me. Like, I'm in this rabbi's yeshiva. How is he, he nullified to a rabbi a few hundred years ago? You know, I, I don't get that. Yeah, yeah I, I hear you. Yeah, so I went with the live rabbi rather than the... I had a bunch of dreams of him walking around with the superior of Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Bullman. So I felt like, and his name was Nachman, Bullman. So I, I felt like he had, like, he was like his, his way in those dreams, like saying he had precedence. Yeah, anyway... Interesting. Yes. Sorry, a bit of side no, I think life is very, yeah. very interesting. Yeah. So it took me years later till Nissan Black took me to Uman. Uh, in 2017 was my first time, or 16, I remember. 16 maybe? Yeah, 16. And uh, he, 2016, that's now, it'll be seven years, eight years. So he, he's come, we're doing our Shabbaton together this year. And he went to Uman, and so did his brother, and I didn't. So usually I spend the whole of Rosh Hashanah with him. This time I didn't. So it's the first time I'm really connecting this year. I went to Uman in... Uh, yeah, in person. In uh, Hanukkah. Yeah. When did I get married? 2006? So it was 2005. Wow. Hanukkah 2005. It's nice there, Hanukkah, no? Yes, it was very, very nice. There were maybe 100, 150 people, 300 wow. people at the tail. Wow. I mean, like... So uh, they changed a lot. And it turns out yeah. that Jody was there also, not during Hanukkah, she went on a, a heritage trip or something like oh, this. Nice. It was the only year they brought the group to Uman. Well, yeah, because some groups stuff could miss Uman. And like, well, it was really. like one of these trips that they take you there and they, they went to yeah. Uman Dafka. Wow. Um, so that's cool. Well, Hashem, I, I, you know, I'm thankful to Hashem for the seven years or so I went to Uman. And um, I went one time, I think, during the year, I don't remember. I have a feeling I went. I've definitely gone on some trips to Ukraine. Um, but then my son's going to Hanukkah for the first time in his life. He's 16 this Hanukkah, just before Hanukkah, the day before or something. And he's flying on a trip, proper tour. It's going to be good. And he's paying for the whole thing himself. He's been working yes. hard. He's very excited for it. So it's not Anyway, the point is by clapping the hands, yeah. And this is Rabbi Nachman's Eitzah, so that's why we're discussing all these Rabbi Nachman masses. Koza Anuroim Bukhush. Uh, sorry, I jumped a line. Kind of fame, this orim, kind of fame. roim b'chush. So what's it? Anu roim b'chush. What do you mean we see with our feelings? How does that work? Yeah? So there's the 50 gates of understanding. We mentioned that before. Clapping the 5 on the 5 times 2 is 25 times 2 is 50. Uh, I'm just looking over this. Are we doing good? The hands are opposite the lungs. There we go. Right. We're just saying the, the lungs... Through the Dibor. So apparently we see this all empirically. There's another posh word. I'm sorry? Empirically. Empirically. Like science science style. Okay. Empirically is like fact kind of thing. No, isn't it? I'm not, my English is like failing me, but empirically. Like something empirical means like scientific fact. Like it's, it's, it's just is. Yes. Proven. Proven. Yeah. So empirical, like evidence, people say things like that kind of word. Anyway, so empirically, <laughs> the hands are opposite the lungs. Yeah, 
in the country right bishvil zer amu poskim nishba gaf samach the guf trefa that breaks a gaf a wing if a wing is broken and close to the body it's not fit the for the bird uh, is on kosher it's trefa can't eat it. Can't shecht it. Can't shecht it. Can't sacrifice. Yeah. Ki bevaday nika nikev aydeze harei. For as a result, this lung has certainly been punctured. Because let's think about it. The bone now is broken. Yeah. So the wing is now constantly jabbing at that part of the bird. So where's it jabbing it's into the lungs? The lung. so it's going to puncture the lungs, and then the lungs become Mom. a trafe. That's the lotion. This is the real lotion of trade does not come from other things. It comes from a punctured lung. I think that's really what it, or a, a wounded animal. It's like specific things. So the trafe, the punctured lung is a trafe. Yeah, I never learned like Hilkes Basel, the final way. No, I just heard this, I just learned this recently also, yeah. like the proper terminology for that. That's what a trafe okay. So you see what he's hinting at. So therefore, if a person's not clapping his hands healthily, then he's got these broken wings. So then he's puncturing his lungs and then he's not creating the right deep. It doesn't say the whole therefore, therefore. But basically by not doing the avoda of clapping the hands and cleaning out the debor, it will lead to a punctured lung, a tray for lung, which will lead to no deborum. Which we won't be able to really speak properly to Hashem. Huh. So that's why the Metsias is like that, the reality. I think that's, we have to add on a few points, yeah? Okay, so we could learn the next Torah. We can finish Torah Mem Hey. I think we got a lot of deep stuff out of that. I think by clapping and the concept of Nun Sharid Bina, this holy Madrega we get from just clapping our hands. See, look, Hashem gave us the tools to elevate this world. Even a simple thing of clapping hands can be such a holy... A physical abode. thing can raise up a non-physical Yeah, a Diburim, through Tefillah, into the most spiritual places you can... I really felt the Koch of Tefillah this week. One for your mother-in-law, we still have her in mind this year. Again, her name is Golda Fega or Fega Golda? Fega Golda. Bas uh, Tova. So we have her in mind. And my mother as well, Hannah Lieber, Bas Simcha, she's in a recovery process. She had an operation, did I tell you this? No. She had an operation on Monday, which was yesterday. And we were davening at that same time um, on a fast day and doing Avina Malkenu and Rav Shlomo was a powerful Omar Kishmaim, and if you felt that, you were here? The Mincha, early Mincha, 1155? No, it wasn't there. It was powerful, like really powerful. Amazing. And uh, I felt like a little bit like Kadusha that I haven't felt in the show before this moment. It was like an extra level we went up, in my opinion. And humble opinions, so we're not so humble, whatever, my opinion. So we went up a level, I felt, and I felt like I had to feel as a more miscarble. And then I phoned my dad, and he said, Good news. He said they were about to operate and they did a thorough examination because that's part of the procedure before they operate and they found that it doesn't need operation anymore. Ah, amazing. So recovery is just the, from the now the uh, the full, you know, investigation they made. Yeah? Mm-hmm. The not, she's recovering from that, not from that trauma. Gotcha, there's like a puncture or whatever, but not like a full operation. Yeah. So Tremendous. So yeah, so she's, Baruch Hashem. So that was good news. I, I just felt like the power to feel it, you know, with our soldiers, there's a lot of shmira and a lot of uh, uh, nets, then I'd say a lot of slacha. Uh, recently I felt like a certain energy of victory and that also comes with the Chodesh of Kislev. Mm. It is a Chodesh where we were matzliach, like we were. Uh, Hanukkah, 
it's a time of Netzach, a time of victory for Am Yisrael. And, you know, the, each of the Chagim are connected different spheres. And I think Hanukkah is connected to Netzach, with victory. And Purim is connected to Hod. So the Tamchum Chayit of these two levels, come out, Torah about Peh, Moshe and Aaron, they come out uh, in the winter, Hanukkah and Purim. So there's a certain Kayach of the Tefillah and, and Ruchnius right now in the air, the, the energy. And it gives us ability to be victorious. And you know, next week I'm going to be speaking to B'nai Akiva and I've I got to think about, I want to give them chizuk about Hanukkah is like going to help them have victory in their own lives, have success in, war, in the general war and in their own personal war. Mm. And try to give them that kind of inspiration. And so I'm always trying to connect everything into that energy right now. It's important. Yeah. With the times. Yeah. So I, I don't know what Torah we should learn next. Um, you're gonna, you can choose if you want. Uh, I'm gonna. Um, I, I think we gotta, we gotta cut it now. Yeah, but no, but not next. now. I don't mean now. I mean next time we learn. Oh. So what Torah we should learn next time we learn? Let's think about it, daven about it. I don't know if you have anything specific. No, no, no. I don't. As a matter of fact, and uh, I had gotten to this because um, it was so close in location to like one of the last Torahs we learned. I just uh, yeah. was leafing through. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, it was deep. And maybe we can cut, but I, I would say in a show like this, just as Derek Heretz to Rav Shlomo and everyone else here, Kovid Asibor would like clap quietly. Yeah. Clap loud, like it will like disturb people. I don't think it's the place. No. If you go to Oman, clap away. You could howl. <laughs> or you go to the forest, clap away. You're doing a spoilers, clap away. But uh, Stumps is just walk around, just banging away. It's just like uh, going to disturb people. So, uh, yeah, so everything has its time and place and way it's done. I, I'm sure the, a soft clap also has power to it. Yeah, yeah it doesn't say... Uh, yeah, it doesn't say loud. It doesn't say anything about strength of the clap. No, the orot was lights. It wasn't smacking skins together, I thought it was... Uh... Yeah, that's true. Good point. Okay, so we'll figure out with Hashem's help what to learn next. Join us next time in Kutimaram with Zevi, Stender, and Eli Goldsmith, as I say, in America. Good thing we're in, 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 in Australia, you know? Yeah, you can get away with these things. We live in our countries anymore. Oh my gosh. Only good news. Works very hard today. And my body feels... Uh, it should be with abundance. Everyone with abundance.